And hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. I am Bird. This is Jake, the famous Jake Smode. His interview with Joe Beningo, formerly of WFAN on the Jetsway Podcast. It is up right now. Go and check it out. Jake, that interview was absolutely fantastic. I got a lot of good kick, good kicks out of it. Made me smile. Made me happy. It was very, very enjoyable. Congratulations to you guys again. That was a... Uh, that was a really, really fun time. Appreciate it, man. Um, it was, yeah, it was a great time. Joe is uh, a legend. What else can you say? Somebody I grew up yes. w- loving and listening to. Uh, he still actually does work on the fan. Just periodically, it's kind of like a he does the Saturday show. He's retired now, so he's working part time. He probably just wants to get out of the house a little bit. I'm, I'll probably be the same way when I'm retired. I still could see myself just doing something to get. I can't see myself wants, just, just wants to go out and play golf. I don't blame him. Yeah, no, he, play, he plays almost every single day. But, yeah, God bless him, man. Uh, he'll he'll be back on again sometime soon, it sounds like, too. So I'm glad he, he enjoyed himself. But thanks for checking it out. It was a great, great time, and I urge everyone to go and, and check it out. Even if you're not a Jets fan. Even if you're not a Jets fan, I think it's a it, – it, it was very, comedy. It, it, yes, it was a very, very funny interview for uh, for all the non-Jets fans that listen to this podcast. Um, so today is NFC preview day. Before we get into the NFC games, we obviously have to talk about the obvious elephant in the room, and that is the injury to Nick Chubb. First of all, and that sucks. It really sucks because it wasn't anything that he could have necessarily prevented. It just was, you know, kind of kind of an accident. Um, obviously, best wishes to Nick Chubb. It's just, it seems like he's got a long road back from this. But the way that I want to open up this conversation is not by talking about necessarily Monday night and, and and talking about everything that happened in that game. Very simply, I put this out on, on on the good old Twitter machine this morning. By the way, officially verified on the on that Twitter on that Twitter machine. Uh, you could go follow me, Eddie Big Bird. Great great account. Go follow it. And my question here for you, Jake, is I put this out on the Twitterverse this morning. Did you see any league where Jerome Ford went for a hundred percent of the fab? And I know the answer is yes, because one of our leagues, he did go for 100%. Want me to tell you just full transparency here? Please. That was the only league Jerome Ford was on waivers in. Really? Yep. I'm in six leagues. He was was rostered in five of the six, and the Superflex is a 10-man league, I'm sure. And by the way, he was dropped in the Superflex previously, too. He was drafted um, out of the gate, I believe. But yeah, he, he was literally rostered. In every single leave, can you believe that? Like that—that's that's sickening. That a lot team, of the Chubb, a lot of the Chubb managers drafted him. That's sickening. Now, now, I mean, now I want to know. He was not drafted here. He was not drafted there. He was not drafted. Okay, so that that makes it a little a little bit better because I was sitting there and saying like, did I draft him? I don't think I did. Yeah, I didn't know if he was direct. I, that that makes sense there. It was a 10-man league. I'm sure someone wasn't like, you know, I need to get the handcuff. But, right. you know, I play in a 14-man league, and I play in leagues where running yeah. backs are uh, – every league I play in, bro, it's like you got to get running backs. So whoever drafted Chubb probably took Jerome Ford. This one kid is probably sick because he drafted Jerome Ford, and he had Saquon Barkley, and he dropped Jerome Ford, like, on Sunday. And the person that picked up Chubb was like, 
oh, you know what? I'm going to take him. Or it was not, it was like maybe like Thursday. And then he was able to be added on Sunday. And the guy that owned the guy that rostered Chubb picked him up on Sunday before kickoff. So that guy who dropped him is probably sick right oh, now. I, I, sick, sick to my stomach. I would be, I would be sick to my stomach. Let me ask you. And before we go into the, the, the games, who do you think is going to have more value at the end of the season? Jerome Ford or Opuka Nakua? It means don't worry Jerome. for the rest Poor. of your days. Puka is done in like two weeks. So would you would would you be selling Puka? Oh my god, I would get what I could for him right now. I would. If someone were to offer you, say someone were to offer you Jerome Ford for Puka, would you do it? I, w- I would want Ford. What about in full? I'd still want Ford. Puka. Puka, I'm telling you, bro. Once Cooper Cup comes back, like what what are we doing here with Puka? Right, his value will be will be less. I don't think it's gonna be. I don't think it's gonna be diminished. Like, like we've talked about in the past, we've seen the Rams be able to hold two valuable wide receivers. But I, not with Stafford though. Not with Stafford. Robert Woods. We, was saw, we, saw, we saw Stafford with with Robert Woods a little he, bit. He was he was pretty useless. Robert Woods for the most part. For the most part, sure. For the, for the most part, sure. All right, in the Sean McVay offense, sure. we've seen. With Jared Goff, though, not not because Stafford Fair. loves Cooper Cup, and we never saw Cooper Cup get spammed like that either in the in the uh, no. McVay offense. That's also fair. That that's also very very fair. All right, so we will be talking about. Uh, no, we actually won't be talking about the Rams. They are Monday night this week at Cincinnati, so we won't be talking about uh, Obuka Nakoa. But we are going to be talking about the Thursday night game. That is the New York Giants taking on the San Francisco 49ers at Levi Stadium. The 49ers. 10-point favorites in that one. I think they're going to be a very popular uh, pick this week for any sort of uh, pick-em contests, survivors. I think the 49ers are going to be very, very popular. I, I, I've thought about it for uh, for the couple that I am in. So for the New York Giants, Daniel Jones, are you starting him, Jake? No. He's definitely low on, on the start-o-meter this week, especially with no... With though Saquon, this is a great segue to talking about. On the road, a short week. Yeah, no Saquon Barkley. It's looking like even though Brian Dable says that he is a game-time decision. Let's just open up the metaverse here, Jake. If if Saquon Barkley does, by the grace of God, play in this game, are you starting him? Nah, I don't think I would because I think the score is going to get pretty out of control. Where in the second half, they're like, all right, Saquon, like it ain't worth it. Let, 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 let's check out here. So I, I don't think uh, Barkley will play. And I think even if he does, I'm sure he'll be on some type of limitation in a game where the Giants are going to score very seldomly. I, I'm not interested. Say Saquon Barkley does play, just hypothetically, because we're going to cover all of our bases. Saquon Barkley or Jerome Ford? Ford. Saquon Barkley or Khalil Herbert? Ooh, that's a tough one because Herbert stinks. Um, yeah, yeah, I would feel less dumb with Barkley there, so I maybe Barkley. I, I would agree. Saquon Barkley or Tyler Algier, mm, give, give still give me Barkley. I mean, that uh, come on, you know, Barkley or Alexander Madison, one more. Oh, talk about a guy that stinks. I would probably go Madison one more week over Barkley it, there. 
if it's going to happen with Madison, it's going to happen this week. Yeah, it's he, he, but he stinks though, man. Like he does. He he does look very, very, very stinky. Uh, But now let's talk about the more likely scenario. And that is Matt Breida. If Matt Breida is the guy for the New York Giants, Jake, would you start him? No, I, I, I don't think I would. It's the matchup is abysmal for, for starters. And I, go ahead. I could, I could see Gary Brightwell still getting. I don't. I like. It, I don't think a team is just going to go. Okay, Matt Breda, here's twenty to twenty five touches. Yes, let's go. Go get it. I, I completely agree. I completely agree. But I would also understand that that there are a lot of RBs out there that are banged up right now. Mm-hmm. And if you have any sort of doubt about any running back that could potentially be available this week. I kind of think that Brita could be okay. Sure, and, and and it depends on the format for sure. It has to be at least twelve teams as like a flex in half. I, I wouldn't go out of my way to start Matt Brita. No, I no. would. I would. Yeah. I what I would do is, if I desperately needed to, sure. You know. Yeah. Like, do you think he scores? I, I don't think he does. No. For what it's worth. No, I don't see it personally. I don't see it. Matt Breida or let's just say you need, need him as a flex in that 12 teamer. Matt Breida or Rashid Shahid in half. Mm, that's an interesting one. Shahid's look good. Shahid's look good, but it's kind of the third option for Derek Hart. It's not sure. that exciting. Maybe, maybe Breida by the brace by the grace of God would fall into the end zone. Matt Breida or Romeo Dobbs. Dobbs, Dobbs, comfortably? definitely Dobbs, comfortably. Brita or or Elijah, give me, give me more. Dude, he stinks, Elijah Moore. Like, yeah. did you watch that game? He sucks. I did. I God, did. he. It was so funny. I was on Twitter, and and all the Browns fans were like, "Guy can't keep his feet in bounds." I'm like, "Well, welcome to the last two years of the, of the Elijah, to the Elijah Moore. give me, give me more experience." It's uh, yeah, welcome to the experience. But I. Th- Think I would go with more there. Okay. Maybe. Uh Matt Breda or Roshan Johnson? I'd go Breda. Dude, the Bears stink. Are you are you interested at all in what Roshan could potentially be? Yeah, he's definitely a speculative ad. I will say okay. though, how about I I I don't want to say I told you so, but I told you Justin Fields wasn't very good. He stinks. He stinks, dude. It's 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 he's not frustrating, dire, but it, it, he's frustrating in a weird way. The Jets were better off with Zach Wilson because he sucks so bad that you were able to move off of him. Fields gives you like a glimmer of hope to where like you have to think about it, and that's the worst. Yeah, yeah. I genuinely think that's right. Yeah, he, Fields you've is visible. Seen, you've seen flashes with him, but you oh, yeah. don't know if he is exactly you know all that good. It's a it's a big week for Justin Fields because no one expects them to win, dude. They're this, not going to win. This will be on the AFC show, so we can kind of talk about it openly here. You just need to see that there's something there that he is not the reason why the Chicago Bears get absolutely he, shellacked by the well, Chiefs. He he did the ju- well. One last thing on this, he did the Justin Fields special that we talked about last year. Games on the line. What does he do? Throws a pick six. Yeah. Let me ask you this before we continue talking about the Giants and the 49ers. Just a quick question. I saw this on Twitter this week, and I thought it was a very interesting discussion. If roles were reversed 
and Justin Fields were on the Jets, Zach Wilson were on the Bears, would we be having any of this sort of discussion or would we know what both are? Maybe Fields would look a little bit better on the Jets. I don't think good enough. I don't know. I think with the Jets win more with Justin Fields, absolutely. I mean, I think so because at least he can run and move the ball. But right, and they'll actually call designed RPOs for him. Oh, Rob, just next. I, <laughs> this, this this franchise is just. I mean, Wilson. So I, Wilson is awful, dude. Wilson is the worst quarterback the Jets have ever had in my life, outside of like undrafted guys that they played. But onto yeah. the the Giants and the 49ers. Uh the Giants, the receiver position. Isaiah Hodgins scored last week. Looks to be the receiver. I mean, we talk I have to talk about this during the offseason. That he looks like the receiver out of all of them that you'd want to have. Not that they're very appealing. No. But I do want to talk actually talk about Jalen Hyatt. Was involved when they were down big time. I, I think he's done enough to earn at least more more reps. Not saying stardom, but Jake, is he at least worth the speculative ad in 12, 14 team leagues? Maybe. Maybe not exactly a guy I'm, I'm like, you know, bending over backwards to go and get. No, absolutely but, not. Um, it, it's just kind of like an offense where it's not exciting. It, no, it, like, you know what I'm saying? So outside of outside of, you know, Barkley and, and Waller. I don't even know not, about Waller either. Um, I, I'm I think in this game, there's going to be a lot of, of catch up Waller. Yeah, I, I, I think there is. We're going to see a good amount of Daniel Jones oh, oh. getting at Darren Waller. Six catches last week to the tune of 76 yards. Hasn't hasn't scored yet, but I'm telling you, that that, that touchdown, I mean, his profile really yeah. was calling for six, seven touchdowns anyway. Um, the touchdowns are, are definitely coming, and, and the schedule for the Giants, for what it's worth, I mean, the, the first six weeks are just absolutely brutal. I mean, they started off Dallas, then they went to Arizona, but then coming up, the Niners, the Seahawks, the Dolphins, and the Bills. That's I that is a brutal schedule. Yeah, that's tough. It's a brutal, brutal schedule. It does get better though for the Giants. And they go Washington, uh, the Jets, who, you know, who what are the Jets gonna be by the time that we get to week eight? Then the Raiders, Dallas, Washington, and then New England. So it does definitely lighten up uh for the Giants. Darren Waller could actually be a pretty good buy right now, I think. And then there's the durability, but Yes, that is obviously a, a, a very real, very valid concern. Uh, for the 49ers, Brock Purdy, are you starting him? I think Purdy's a fine start here. I do. I think I think this is you're definitely, you know, getting your your classic your classic Brock Purdy game. I, I think you're gonna get your two fifty and two. He's gonna look good, and you're gonna be sitting there saying to yourself, okay. You know, we 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 can live with the kind of start that that Brock Purdy is going to be going to be giving us. Like, I I think we can all be you know kind of cool with that. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, yeah, you're starting, yeah, comfortably. Uh, Debo, are you starting him? Yeah, I th- I, I would start Debo here. I would you too. Know, Debo's going to have a big night. I'm feeling it. No Brandon Ayuk either, probably. So. Uh, that's what it's kind of trending to to look like, which is a benefit. It, it, it sucks. It, it was really, coming. It really, really, really sucks. 
Um, so if there is no, if there is no Brandon Ayuk, is there any other 49ers receiver that you would be comfortable starting? No. So it's just Debo and then Kittle. Kittle, I think, stands to gain. I think he scores in this game. Yeah, Kittle too. Uh, 49ers defense, you're absolutely starting as well. Yep. Yeah. The Falcons, they are going to Ford Field to take on the Detroit Lions. For the Falcons, Desmond Ritter. In- interesting. I didn't know that he had the rushing upside in his locker. I want to see if that happens again. He's a sit for me, but is he more intriguing that he could potentially have the wheels in his arsenal? Yes. He, he's interesting in uh, Superflex, two QB leagues. I think this yep. week. I think yes. it's a fine matchup. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think this is a tough matchup at all. I think there's going to be a lot of scoring in this game too. Desmond Ritter or Mac Jones? Ritter. Desmond Ritter or Baker Mayfield? Who's Tampa play again this week? I'm sorry, the I don't have the schedule up in front of the me. Eagles on Monday night. I, I would go hmm, in Philly or in Tampa. In Tampa, I kind of like Baker. Okay. For the running backs. The only thing Bijan hasn't hasn't really done is have like that monster, you know, two three touchdown game. But other than he's that, so good, he's insane, dude. I I was watching that game and no joke, there was like a play. A po- there was a point in time in the red zone. I I am not kidding you, bro. Arthur Smith had Tyler Algier in the backfield with uh two receivers I've never heard of. I like I I couldn't even tell you. And who else but Janu Smith at tight end? Didn't have didn't have Bijan, Kyle Pitts, or Drake London on the field inside the five yard line. Well, okay, you know what I'm about to say to you. Where did Arthur Smith come from? Mike Vrabel. Who, Who else hates fantasy football? No, but did you see that Arthur Smith said week one? He's like, yeah, go ask the fan because when Drake London didn't get up, we got a goose egg. He was like, yeah, that's 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 the fantasy guy's problem. Confirmed hates fantasy. Confirmed. Confirmed from his mentor. From his mentor, Mike Vrabel. From Mike Vrabel's Mike Vrabel's mentor, Bill Belichick. Yeah, hates fantasy. It, it's it's all in the lineage. So you start you're starting B. John Robinson. You're starting him comfortably. Tyler Algier. I think this is a spot that you could potentially. Um, yeah, I do. I'm telling you, there's going to be a lot of points. This is going to be like a, a 33-30 type of game. I think really. I think so too. Uh, Algier or Tony Jones Jr. If he's the only guy for the Saints. Good God, I can't believe we're talking about him again. Uh, neither can I. If he's the only guy, it's got to be Tony Jones Jr. Sure. Uh, Tyler Algier or Craig Reynolds? Algier. Comfortably? It should be It should be comfortably, but, I mean, it, can Jameer get – it's a little c- concerning if they're giving Craig Reynolds the ball. I, Why? I, I, I've 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 – eulogized over this enough times it, it, it's it's maddening to me maddening and you know what and the lions said that they would have drafted jameer gibbs over b john robinson I don't believe how that. in the hell yeah do you have b john robinson coming into your house and that's you bullshit said what you said and not use jameer gibbs when you're gonna have b john robinson who's gonna, who's gonna get the ball 20 times in this game yeah that was a t- Terrible loss for the Lions also. A brutal, brutal loss. That was brutal. And fair play, fair play to Seattle. They 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 played well enough. I, I picked Seattle to win that game. Mentally, of course, but Yeah, I was gonna say mentally. Um Yeah. I don't know, man. The Lion the Lions are interesting. I, I think they're they're a team that I think a lot of people think they're a lot better than what they are. 
Well, it's quite it's quite possible. It, it definitely is quite I, possible. I think so. For the Falcons, the rec- receiver, Drake London, you starting him? Yeah, I said there will be a lot of points in the game. So, yeah, you kind of have to. But I'd be on uh, brand. A Drake London or Jerry Judy? London. London or Gabe Davis? London. London or Jahan Dotson? Uh, I would probably go London. That's a tough matchup for Dotson this week. Any other Falcons receiver? Matt Collins? He looks interesting, but I wouldn't be starting him yet. That's who it was on the field, Matt Collins. But yes, uh, no, you're not starting him. And Kyle Pitts. What? What? What this the is, hell do you do? This is this is it. This is the last week. The matchup is very good. The matchup's good. Tight ends. Yes, it is. The Lions can give up points to tight ends. I've seen it. We've seen it over the oh, last two years. They were bleeding points last week. I mean, pick yeah. pick whichever flavor you want from the Seattle tight ends. Colby Parkinson, uh, Will Disley, Noah Fant. They, they all. They all. Yeah. They so, all got something. If Kyle Pitts doesn't do it this week, it's we're we are one hundred percent panicking again, and he should honestly request a trade. I, like I was, I was actually just like spitting the shits with my buddies, just like talking. It's like you think maybe like I don't know that the that the Jets could trade Will McDonald for Kyle Pitts. <laughs> like yeah, the Atlanta yeah. needs a pass rusher, and we didn't right. play the kid. I, I know who, who would I would take Kyle Pitts in Dallas in a heartbeat. Yeah, it's like I feel like. Atlanta could get a lot for Kyle Pitts. Like, sure they can. Can he request a trade? Like, he's not going to get paid playing no. for Arthur Smith. No, no, no way. I would take him in Dallas in, in two seconds. I think every team would take him. No doubt. No doubt in my mind. For the Lions, Jared Goff got, has gotten off to a great start to the season. Oh, just about 600 yards passing. Uh, four yeah. touchdowns, only one interception. You're starting Goff. I would say comfortably, too. Yeah. Oh, uh, the running backs. All right, we gotta have this conversation now. Jameer Gibbs, Craig Reynolds. I'm Jake, starting. What's the touch expectation that you expect for Jameer Gibbs in this Bro. game for you to be satisfied? It, dude, it should be 25. Like, what are they like? Craig Reynolds. Like, I get it. David Montgomery has like somewhat of a pedigree in the league. Like, and you yes. paid the guy. Okay, fine. You want to give you? I still didn't agree with it, but sure, that that's great. But this should be like an 80 to 20 split here like Craig Reynolds should be coming in to like give Gibbs a breather I can understand the Lions wanting to split do the thunder lightning thing with Montgomery and Gibbs I can absolutely understand it understand it I don't love it but get it yes they also called up uh, Zonovan Bam Knight Bam Uh, why because they just want to have another guy come in and take touches away from Jameer Gibbs. If they do this, if we see on Sunday the first carry goes to Craig Reynolds, I, I I'm losing my mind. No, I mean when Monty went out of the game, it went to Craig Reynolds. So it did. It did. I I think Bam Knight's better than I think Bam Knight's a good player. I just think that the Jets had three running backs that were just simply better than him. But True. Bam Knight can play. I'm telling you, yes, he, he he's not bad. Yes, he can. But uh, yeah, it, it's going to be frustrating if you're a Gibbs manager and Gibbs puts up like 13 this week. You you got to be frustrated. He's I think he scores his first NFL touchdown though this week. Did he I, score I, th- this week? I think he does. Too. I think he's got to score this week. I think they make it a point, regardless of touches. I think they make it a point to make sure he gets him to the score. End zone. Yeah, just to kind of you know going up against Bijan, the guy that everyone you know was 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 you know waxing lyrical about. They make it a point to get him to get him a touchdown. I hope. 
mm-hmm. you know, keeping my fingers crossed. But you know who actually could use Bam Knight? The Dallas Cowboys. Jake, you want to know why the Dallas Cowboys could use Bam Knight? Because they cut Ronald Jones. Because they cut our good buddy, Ronald Jones. I tell you what, though, Rico Dallas. saw that coming. Their, their backup running backs are not bad. I, I don't, Rico Dowdle's good. Rico Dowdle's good. And, I, and Deuce I, Vaughn's I, I, good, too. Like, yeah. I don't think they're bad. I, I talked about Rico Dowdle on this on this podcast. I know uh, Adam was talking about Deuce Vaughn. I said, no, 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 no. Well, Deuce plays, too, Rico Dowdle. Yeah, no, he's not bad. And it helps when Mike McCarthy is on is on side with Rico Dowdle, and, and, he, and he sees it. For the receivers, for the Lions, Amon Ross St. Brown has the turf toe. That's a big problem because that I turf, didn't know that the, these these turf toe injuries do not go away. No, they don't linger. That is a monster, monster problem. If that's the case, Josh Reynolds is a must start almost. I don't think they've said anything, and obviously we haven't seen any, any injury reports yet, so we'll have a better idea. Uh, I mean, bro, is it and, is it and, unreasonable for me to say that Reynolds is he's on the flex radar even with a Monroe St. Brown? How how can he in, not in 12, 14 team leagues? Yes, 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 he absolutely is. And, th- and this is this is what drives me nuts. Josh Reynolds did the same exact thing last year, and, and it burned us. Nobody, nobody talked about Josh Reynolds as potentially a thing. There's a need for a number two target there, and obviously, you know, we're 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 clamoring the desk for Sam Laputa, and he looks like he's going to be a very viable tight end for for fantasy, which is a rarity for a rookie tight end to be at least you know startable on 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 most weeks. But they still needed a receiver to emerge next to Alan Ross St. Brown, and yeah, you know we could still be talking about you know Jamison Williams and what he's going to be when when he inevitably comes back. But for right now, if Alan is banged up. There's no Jameson Williams available. They need a healthy wide receiver to kind of, you know, take something off of Abinra. Josh Reynolds is that guy. We, we've seen him do it before. Have we gotten burned by him before? Absolutely. We have. Absolutely. But I there's just, literally nobody else. So you're right. 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 Unless you're you're looking at, you know, Khalif Raymond. I, I think I think that guy's gonna be a bust. And I love them coming out of college. Uh Jameson? I think he's a I think he's gonna be a bust. And and he, I love we haven't K- seen him. I, I I think he's going to be a bust, and and just really quick, I think Kayvon Thibodeau is going to be a bust too. And that's a guy I loved coming out. He's play, he's been horrible this year. The giant, I could I could see the Giants fans all revolting now. A lot of Giant fans are are like pissed off with them, so I don't know. Sure, sure. Interesting, uh, hell, though. hell, they they, they, were, they were they were facing mutiny if they yeah. if they lost to the Arizona Cardinals. Oh, didn't make you sick when they came back. <laughs> Put it this way: I took them in Survivor, so I wasn't like so sick. But okay, I would have laughed my ass off if they lost to the Cardinals. It would have been very funny. I'm sorry to get off. <laughs> I just no, have to get no, please. This is the, we're, listen. We're having a good time here. Uh, this is this is what the show is all about: having a good time, making memories with the boys. Uh, San La San Laputa. Are you starting? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, he has to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's a viable, viable starting option this week. The Saints and the Packers from Lambeau Field. Packers two-point favorites in this one. Derek Carr. Jake, we were talking all throughout the Monday night game about Derek Carr. Yeah, does does he suck? (laughs) I think he just stinks. I think he stinks. Sorry, Adam. I think he stinks. Yeah, I I think he might just stink. (laughs) Like, dude, he looks horrible. Uh, He doesn't even look, he doesn't even look at the field. No, no. But you know, you know, he did have his eyes on the whole game. 
Yes. Michael Thomas, of course. It, it was crazy. Dude, like it every was, target. Every target. Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas. I just want to check the the targets that went around. It's got to be in the double digits for Thomas. It, it, it felt like double it digits in the first like quarter. That. Yeah, it, it, it really did feel like that. I told you in the offseason, I'm like, something tells me that Carr is going to make it an emphasis to get Michael Thomas. Do you think the Saints probably – do you think, like, the offensive corner is like, look, like, we got to get this guy, like, the ball or else he's just going to go off the absolute rails? It's possible. It's definitely possible. Michael Thomas was second on the team in targets. He had not. That feels just like – it felt it like he was first feel by right. a country mile. Right. I thought he was first by a long shot. It was a lave. He had 11 targets. Thomas had nine. Even nine targets for Thomas? But you know what? Interesting. Thomas, Thomas, as long as he's there – and as long as he's healthy, he is a wide receiver three flex option. I tell you what, bro, he was wide open for a touchdown too, and Carr just flat out missed him. Yep, yep. And if he scored, I, I, if he scored, I think the conversation would be a little different. Sure, sure. But you could also say you can also say that about Olave. Olave was no Olave is great. Was wide open as well. Then, but they 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 but, were double teaming but, a lot. But but Bird, let me give you the the difference here between the two. Sure. is a guy you drafted in the second round of your fantasy formats. Michael Thomas was not free, but you were drafting him as like your first guy off the bench sure. in like the ninth round. Sure. But so far through through two games, Alave is basically averaging seven catches for about 98 yards, 99 yards. He had the one humo- he had like two humongous plays in there, too. Yeah. Yeah, and including an, an unbelievable, an unbelievable catch. Yeah, in Alave's full point, great. In full point PPR, Alave, Alave has not completely wrecked you. He should have scored too, by the way. And that was, I think, a little poor from Alave that he that he stepped out. Uh, he he should have absolutely had a touchdown in this game. Alave is great. Him and Garrett Wilson yeah. are the by far the best two receivers. Oh, by draft. far, by, by far. far. It's it, it is not even close. And you know, if I do say so myself, the wide receiver factory out of Ohio State, OHIO. Uh, Running backs, Tony Jones Jr. Are you starting him, Jake? He's got to be on the right. Like he's got to be on the it's radar gross. somewhere. It, it is so it's gross. gross. I will say though, it will be frustrating if you start him because something tells me Taysom Hill is going to score a touchdown this week too. I have that feeling. Me too. I have that feeling, and I absolutely, I absolutely hate it. Hate it. So we talked about the receivers. You're starting Chris Olave. You're starting Michael Thomas. And in, in in deeper leagues, Jake Rashid Shahid four for sixty three Monday night, uh, caught all he four of his targets. He's a, he, he's a deep shot if nothing else. Yeah, I traded him in dynasty, but I kind of had to. I didn't have another quarterback to play. I traded him for Stafford just as like a rental for this year. Okay, okay. I didn't realize CJ Stroud would look this good, but I'm still not going to start Stroud. But anyway, no one cares. Uh, <laughs> Shahid is interesting in deeper leagues. And is there a tight end for the Saints that you're starting? Could you actually okay, with how bad the tight end position has I, been? I so could far, be talked into Taysom Hill. I could too. I could, but I, I'm not in the position yet. No. No. Like, would you start hmm, Taysom Hill or Hunter Henry? I, I would go Henry. Something tells me Henry's gonna score this week again. Taysom Hill or David Njoku. See, that's an interesting one. Sure. I would I would probably start Taysom Hill with the way the things the way it's going for Njoku. It's the way it's going for the Browns to be yeah. quite honest. That just feels like a, a such it just feels like a sinking ship. 
It does. Uh, <clears throat> the freaking Browns. Uh, for the Packers, Jordan Love, a, a tougher matchup for him this week. This is a really, really tough one. I yeah. kind of think I would sit him if you have the opportunity, but this is at Lambeau, home opener. In Superflex, I could see it. In Superflex, in 12-team leagues, probably not. Sure. The running backs, Aaron Jones, we're not sure yet. If there is no Aaron Jones, Jake, would you start A.J. Dillon, who kind of looked eh last week versus Atlanta? I think you kind of have to. I agree. You know? I agree. I don't love it, but I think I, I, do I don't love it, but I have yeah. to. A.J. Dillon or either Jets running back? I would go Hall. Okay. I think Hall I think Hall is going to have a, a, a nice game here. But Dillon over Cook? Yeah, Cook. Uh, Cook, you need the bench until you see something. From, I yeah. don't think he gives a rat's ass out there. Fair. Even though Fair. he was face masked in that game, but still, you know. But didn't get the call because it's. Of course not. Of, of, co- of course not. <laughs> a call. <laughs> a call. <laughs> never. 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 It, A.J. Dillon or Javante Williams? Javante, comfortably for me. A.J. Dillon or Raheem Mostert? It's got to be Mostert. I think so, too. A.J. Dillon or Jerome Ford? That's an interesting one. I would go Ford. I would go Ford, too. I would go Ford. And I, 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 I don't love it. But I think after seeing it for a week when he's like the guy... I'll be more comfortable with Ford. Yeah. I think right now it's more of just fear of the unknown with him, to yep. be honest. Yep. The receivers for the Packers. Well, week one, it was Romeo Dobbs. Week two, it was Jaden Reed. Week three, could it be Christian Watson? Who the hell knows? It'll be Watson when he returns. Yeah, I think it's going to be when he re- when he returns. So hopefully it'll, it'll be against the Saints. I mean, maybe not. I mean, do we want Christian Watson going up against Marshawn Lattimore? Dude, Lattimore kind of sucks. Like, I told you this already. Like, he's not that good. <sighs> he's older now. Yeah, he's old. He is older now. I still would want to see it from Watson personally. Yeah, I would want to see it too. And, yeah, I'm in places where I, I'm in the position to see it. So, yeah, I, I agree with you there. So, I, I can't even argue. But if Christian Watson does not play, Romeo Dobbs or Jaden Reed, Jake, who would be the guy that you're starting? I'd go Dobbs. Yeah, Dobbs for me. Uh, Luke Musgrave. Yeah, he's fine. Sure. He's, he's perfect. Yep. Start he, is, he is absolutely fine. And before we go into the Chargers and the Vikings, I just want to say uh, just a little preview for the for the week three mailbag. Great program. Go check it out. Uh, Jake, our start to the week last week. Well, I think it was an all-time. It was an all-timer. It was an all-timer. I might be okay with never doing start of the week again after that. Yeah, I don't <laughs> it, think I it, could it may do not get any better. I generally don't think I could do a better job of start of the week after that week. Nope. I don't think I can either. Uh, it was – that was magical stuff. Magical. magical. It really was. The Chargers and the Vikings. This just feels like a shootout of all shootouts. The Chargers it, it defense – such an interesting game? This, this game is – Fascinating. So the, the, the loser of this game is done. Yes. The Chargers stink. The defense stinks. Can, can you see Staley getting canned after this game if the Chargers Absolutely. lose? Absolutely. I'm shocked I, he didn't get canned after the Tennessee game. I think, I think, yeah. The Chargers are home for this game, too. 
The Chargers are in Minnesota. In Minnesota, that's a tough game. It's a very tough game. Shit. And it's uh, a fine match. I, I, continue. I'm sorry. I don't want to steal the, uh, the the spots here. <laughs> no, I think we can make this actually very easy. Chargers defense stinks. Vikings defense stinks. You start every last person that you have within I, I, reason. Yeah. I even think KJ Osborne is is on the flex radar this week. Absolutely, Jordan Addison it, in deeper in deeper leagues. He scored two weeks in a row. No, granted, Addison, you got to play. Granted, what I will say, this is a little bit concerning, is it looks like they're not drawing up a lot of design plays for him yet. It's a lot of busted coverages, like yeah. big play. But he you, he, you he seems to it. be the third fourth read, and that's kind of it. So that, that's a little bit concerning, but he's still putting up results. And, and Alexander Madison, it, it's it's now or never. Now like, or never. Yeah, it is now or never. The Chargers, there is no leakier run defense than this. No, this, they're brutal. Very quickly, let's just go through the start meter shall we? 1 to 10. 1 being a terrible start, 10 being a fantastic start. Justin Herbert, where's he in the start meter Jake? A 10. Uh, Josh Kelly, if there's no Austin Eckler. I think it's like an eight. I think Kelly's going to have a big game against this Vikings defense that DeAndre Swift just ran for 200 yards on. If Austin Eckler does not, if Austin Eckler does play. Oh, it's a smash play, 10. Smash play. Okay. Keenan Allen. A 10. <laughs> He's been see, awesome. See what Devontae Smith did to them last week? <laughs> he, and Keenan Allen has just been absolutely awesome. He's been the go-to guy for Justin Herbert. Yep. And Justin Herbert, for what it's worth, just looks so much better when he has Keenan Allen. Oh, yeah. It's been that way forever. Been that way forever. Exactly. Mike Williams. Eh, it's like a seven. It's it's going to be a typical, like, Mike Williams either scores once or twice for, like, 60 yards. He actually had the most targets on the Saints, like, uh, on the Saints, on the Chargers last week. Mike Williams yeah. over, over Keenan Allen. Yeah, he's like a seven for me. Sure. And then Gerald Everett. He's interesting. He's interesting. Mm-hmm. He, he he's he's he is a startable tight end this week. In, Absolutely, if is. you're in a bind, Very yeah, he's, he's a little interesting. Yep, Kirk Cousins, ten. I mean, what can you say? Alexander Madison. game too. Yeah. Oh my god. Madison's got Madison's like Madison's got to be an eight or a nine here. But this is you got to start. This is the game. Like if he's sick, if he stinks this game, good god, it's time to panic. So there's some breaking news about Nick Chubb. Out for the year. Well, that was that was already pretty much known, but there is preliminary talk that he's going to need a second knee surgery several weeks after having the first. Yeah, yeah. I think Chubb, for for what it's worth, though, Chubb's going to come back great. Now, I, 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 like if Chubb's ready to go week one next year, I'm still going to dread. That was a freak injury, dude. Yes, yes, it was. And obviously, all the best to to Nick Chubb, Madison. You have to. Yeah, you have this. This yeah. is what you've been waiting for. Two weeks in a row of of really bad matchups. This is it. This yep, is this go is time. it. This is go time. Uh that guy Justin Jefferson. Uh, yeah. I, I, if you're going up against Justin Jefferson this week, sorry, go think, go to church. Go to go to I church am. and hope that he spares you just a little bit. Yeah. Uh KJ Osborne. We talked about it. 12, 14 team leagues worth the start. Jordan Addison. Uh, as he's a solid enough flex play. TJ Hawkinson. Always. Uh, never a doubt. Never a doubt with uh with TJ Hawkinson. 
So let's go to the Panthers and the Seahawks. 405 from Lumen Field. The Seahawks are six point favorites in this one. Bryce Young. No. Would you start him? Never. No. Miles Sanders has been kind of stinky the first two weeks. Needs to score. That's the thing. Yeah. I would yeah. start him though. I would too. I would too. I'm not like I'm not hammering the panic button. Matchup matchup is fine too. Yes. Yes, it most certainly is. Uh the receivers for the Carolina Panthers. It looks like it's Adam Thielen that has emerged as the, as the number one there. Jake, would you start him as a as, as a wide receiver three in uh three receiver formats? Yeah, I would, especially in full. Okay. Thielen or Jahan Dotson? Hmm. I would go Dotson, but it's but it's a little close. Thielen or Jackson Smith and Jigwa? Thielen. Thielen or George Pickens? Pickens. Thielen or Jacoby Myers if he plays? Thielen. Okay. Uh, any other receiver? No. DJ Shark, Jonathan no. Mingo. No. Are you are you cutting bait on Jonathan Mingo in season long? Yeah, I am. Yeah. Hayden Hurst, would you start him? Not I I wouldn't want to, but I could see it. Hurst or Musgrave? Musgrave. Hurst or Komet? Hurst. Hurst or any of the Seahawks tight ends? Hurst. I'll give you one more here. Hurst or any of the Bills tight ends. Hmm. Can't believe Dawson Knox is still on the radar here. <laughs> I, I think I would go Hurst. Okay. For the Seahawks, Gino, nice bounce back week for him last week. Much yep. needed. Much needed. You're, you're starting, starting Gino. Yep. Uh, Kenneth Walker. Yep. It, I just want to say, it looks awful he's the guy though he's the the guy he's just inefficient but he's the guy he's the guy and for the seahawks offense that looks like you know they're going to be solid enough again for fantasy after week one dud week two they came around at home i struggle to say you know even with the low rushing efficiency that kenneth walker has had thus far he scored two touchdowns last week you take those two touchdowns. I don't. I, I don't really care what comes with it. Some some tougher matchups too. Sure, sure. But Kenneth Walker, a, a very very good start uh, this week for your fantasy teams. The receivers, DK Metcalf, came back. Been dealing with a bit of a rib issue. You know, don't really know what his practice status is going to be uh, as of yet. Tyler Lockett, who welcome back, Tyler Lockett. We all knew that was coming at some point. Uh, Jackson Smith and Jake, but Jake, are you starting three of the receivers? Starting two? I'm not starting JSN. Okay, so you're starting DK and you're starting Tyler Lockett. Yes. And this Panther secondary now could definitely be had now that JC Horn is uh, is on the shelf. Yep. Big big day for Gino and uh, Lockett and Metcalf if he plays. Yes. Uh, any of the Seahawks tight ends? No, I'm not interested. No, I am. Uh, I am not either. Let's go to the Cowboys and the Arizona Cardinals for the Cowboys. Dak. Yeah. I think it's a fine start 
a fine start. This is just what Dak has done so far. Boring. Very, very, very boring. But you know what? Yeah, against the Cardinals. Yeah. Put up, had a very nice day against the Jets, 19 points. Very smooth, very steady. That's what Dak yep. is. And I like, I like that Mike McCarthy is getting Dak more involved with his legs. That is a huge plus. Even if it's not at the level of a Jalen Hurts or a Justin Fields, it's something. Something. Yeah, Dak's fine here, no doubt. If he can continue to get five to six carries a game, that helps him. Yeah. It absolutely helps him without without those rushing yards. He's just very bland. But if you can get some rushing yards to go on top of a bland scoreline, it does help him make become a bit more appealing when he's in an offense where he should be appealing. Like if, if we were talking about any other quarterback here, I think they'd we'd all be salivating, but because it's Dak and he's just got this reputation of being boring and not very exciting from a fantasy perspective, it's like, oh, you know, you you don't really want to want to have him. I think Dak is an excellent starting option for for what it's worth. And of course, I'm one of Dak's biggest defenders and I will always defend my Dacky boy, Uh, Tony Pollard. I mean, whoa. Tony, Tony Pollard, man. He's he's just awesome. He is just awesome, and I am so happy that the Cowboys held firm, did not go back and get Zeke. Like it just it just makes my heart very happy to see Tony Pollard finally thriving, even if it may only be for one year when they just run him into the into the ground and then let him walk in free agency. But for what it's worth, Tony Pollard he's a he's a must start every single week. Yeah, no doubt. Set it and forget it. I don't know if I want to say this name too loudly. You might be uh you might be seeing him in your in your nightmares. Uh CeeDee Lamb. Yeah, I mean the Jets played completely horrific coverage on him. I mean, you wouldn't you would think maybe, I don't know, put the best player on their team <laughs> on the guy, but I would think. Um dude, they were well, CeeDee Lamb lined up a lot in the slot, too. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I mean, that's what good teams are gonna do to him until they adjust, but uh, yeah, look, I had CD Lamb in three places last week in full PPR. I, I wasn't that I wasn't too upset. No, I you weren't crying say. too much. Yeah, no, really, you know, it wasn't the end of the world there. Um, yeah, of course. Michael Gallup. I, I need to see it first from Gallup. Yeah, the signs are very, very concerning. You had you you had uh Kevante Turpin. Yeah, that was getting more targets than him. Jalen Tolbert got more targets than him. It, it it just doesn't feel right right now with with Gallup and and hopefully we can have Brandon Cooks back for this week even if we don't you know I think that's okay I don't think we really need Brandon Cooks to to beat the Cardinals but very important that we get Brandon Cooks back into into the lineup for uh, for the Cowboys you know the next couple of weeks especially with New England next week and then Week Five. You know, yeah. it's our, look, it's, it, our mini- it's a three team race in the NFC. It's Dallas, yeah. Philly and San Fran. There, there's really nobody else that's going to come close to him. So week week five is our mini Super Bowl going yeah. to San Francisco to take on the 49ers. That's yeah. a and a place the Cowboys a- never play well in either. Correct. Correct. You go in there, you beat the 49ers with, with all your horses. That's a statement. Yeah, no, it's a sta- that, it's a statement yeah I agree. Uh, the tight ends. Jake Ferguson, he scored last week. Only got four targets, but at least encouraging. That encouraging. Like Dak is trying to get him more involved. I wouldn't be starting him yet, but wouldn't start him yet either. But encouraging. Yeah. For the Cardinals, Josh Dobbs. No. Superflex. 
No, not against Dallas. James Conner. Uh, it's going to struggle. Kind of think you have to, though. Yeah. As much as I really don't want to, you know, suggest it, you may not have any better options. Uh, Jake, how often are you going to be starting Hollywood? Never. <laughs> Never Hollywood. It, 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 even after scoring last week. Yeah, no, still. No, thanks. <laughs> no, thanks. You know what would start? It, it gives serious consideration to all seriousness. Zach Ertz. Maybe. He's I a maybe. I think I would. I yeah. think I would. And I never thought I never thought I'd say this, but what does Zach Ertz do? He puts up good fantasy days and he always kills the NFC East. That's what this man has done for the for the past decade. Maybe, yeah. Uh let's see here. Do we have any others? No, we just have one, one more game here. The Eagles and the Bucks. Jalen Hurts. Starting. Are you concerned at all with Jalen Hurts? Um, not really. Okay. Not really. You think he, you think he, you know, gets his shit together? Yeah, yeah, I do. Okay. Oh, I, I I think I forgot one. I think I forgot one. So we're gonna have to uh we're gonna have to circle back after this. There's well, there's one more that I completely forgot. Uh my apologies. For the running backs, okay, what the hell are you doing here? DeAndre Swift, if Kenny Gainwell comes back, Jake. I'm I'm starting Swift then not Gainwell. I, I kinda wanna see can you imagine if Gainwell just goes back to just being the guy if DeAndre Swift did that? Well, put it this way. I'm trying to trade DeAndre Swift where I have him. I would. I'm trying to trade it with everything There, there, there will have. be no bigger point to, to trade DeAndre Swift because you know like some type of injury is going to come, come along absolutely, the way. You know it. You absolutely know it. The receivers. I just think this is an A.J. Brown game, especially after he was bitching and complaining on the sidelines. Yeah, I think you see a classic AJ Brown eight catch, hundred and fifty yard that touchdown game here. Smash play. That's a humongous smash. Uh Devonta Smith. Yep. Oh, uh, you have to. Yep. Dallas Goddard. I'm a little worried about Goddard. I am too. Like he was boring as it was, and now it's mm-hmm. like bland. I I could see you benching Goddard and wanting to see it first. Sure. If you had a better if you had an option like a Hunter Henry or um, like Luke Musgrave. He's averaging under four yards a catch. Yeah, it's kind of stinky. It's very stinky. It is extraordinarily stinky. There are better options that that are out there, but I understand tight end being as, th- as thin as it is, you may not have much of a choice. Exactly. Yeah. Which which really stinks. But yeah, I'm definitely I definitely have concerns, you know, going forward about about Goddard for the Bucks Baker. Who would have thought that this was coming? Baker looks excellent. Yeah, I I think this is either going to go like incredibly stinky for Baker or he's going to play pretty well. Uh, I agree. I don't think there's going to be like an in between of like, no. oh, it was bad, but like, eh. but no, no, it's either going to be horrific or he's going to play well. All right, Jake, you're going to help me out with this one because I have I have a lineup decision here about Rashad White. What are you doing with him? Oh, you got to start him. I mean, who is your other option? My other option is Miles Sanders. I would start White. Yeah, that's what that's what I have. That's what and I have full? right now. Full. Yep. Yeah. White. On Monday night too. Yeah, and he's the clear cut guy. You have Chase Edmonds dealing with an injury now too. What a, Hallelujah. What Hallelujah. a surprise! Thank, thank God. Thank God we won't have obviously best push Chase Edmonds, but I just don't want anybody to 
get in the way of potentially my Rashad White shares. That would really, yeah, really, my really start, suck. My, my, my start of the week last week. Yes, he was. The receivers. Mike Evans. Yes. He's, he's, Who told, I told you in the offseason. I'm like, what are we doing with Mike Evans? Uh, we talked. We did talk about this. If he was available in round six, round seven, round eight. Congratulations. Yeah. Helping me out big time in the Superflex League. Oh, my God. He. I love him. I really do. I, I, I could confidently say. Mike Evans, if, like if I were, this would be a fun segment that we that we do on a mailbag one day. Put together a personal all fantasy team, like of guys that that have helped us win championships over the years. If I did that, Mike Evans would no doubt be in mind. Yeah, Evans like, is Evans is phenomenal. And, I and have this him Eagles, every year, and I, I I'm in love with him. I, I'm and this Eagles secondary him. is not very good either. Uh, no, they have they have definitely struggled. Um, outside of Darius Slay, Darius Slay has looked has looked half decent as as normal. I think we're going to see a lot of Darius Slay on Mike Evans, but it's not deterring me from starting Mike Evans. I think if no. anything, it's promoting a little bit. Uh, Chris Godwin, who something I think, tells me Godwin's going to score in this game. I, I, me too, me too. But then again, I was also saying that last week that I yep. thought Godwin was going to score against against Chicago. And it obviously did not happen. It was another Mike Evans game, which, uh, listen, I'm not complaining. Me neither. I'm not complaining. Uh, Kate Otten, our good, no. buddy, our good buddy. Yeah, no, no thanks. He He's just an incredible guy. I really yeah, love him. Just a nice I, I love guy. him a lot. He's, he's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. He has a great family, I'm sure. All right, and the last game that I that I forgot about because, I, because I'm an idiot. Uh, the Bills going to FedEx Field to take on the Commanders. Buffalo, six and a half point favorites here. Uh, Josh Allen, nice bounce back week. Definitely needed it. Granted, it was against the Las Vegas Raiders, who can't stop a nosebleed. They stink. They 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 do stink. Commanders, they look good. The Commanders look really, really, really good. 2-0. Yep. 2-0. That's, that's kind of a disrespectful spread to the Commanders as well, I might add. I, I think so, home. too. I, I, I look at that plus six and a half. I'm like. Yeah, that's, that's, that's interesting a, to me. That's an interesting line. Um, yeah, you're going to start Josh. Yeah, I mean, look, you're going to start the usual cast of Bills characters. But something I want to bring up to you for the mm-hmm. Bills, Latavius Murray, the goal line back. Our good buddy. Latavius, that will be very frustrating, though, with James Cook this year. He didn't score, but 100%. who did? But who did? It was Damian Harris and Latavius Murray. Yep. I said I said it on the on the on the review show on Sunday that that is the one downside that you have with James Cook is that he's not going to get those those touches inside the five-yard line. That is going to be Damian Harris. It is going to be Latavius Murray. And Josh Allen. And Josh Allen. Correct. It is going to be so infuriating. But to see him through two games, averaging around 15 carries a game, is a good sign. It's a good sign. He just needs to score is the thing. He's got to rip off, you know, a 25, 30 yard touchdown for, for him, him to, to, to really have that opportunity. Cause those, th- those goal line carries, like we just said, I, I, I don't think that's going to happen for him, unfortunately. Latavius and Latavius Murray could have scored twice too, I might add. Yes. Yes. He could have scored. He could have scored twice. Are you giving consideration to Damian Harris or Latavius Murray if you're chasing a touchdown in deep leagues? Harris, yes. Not Murray. 
I think one of them has to get hurt for the for the other for the other to, to really consider it. Yeah. yeah, agreed. The receivers, obviously, you're starting Stefan Diggs. Are you starting Gay Davis? I think I would. He had a nice day last week. He had a nice day, and the commanders were very leaky in that secondary. Yeah. Gabe Davis or Zay Flowers? Flowers. Gabe Davis or Christian Kirk? Hmm. Kirk was back last week, wasn't he? Thank um, God. Hmm. I think I would go Kirk, but it's That's- and yeah, it's a closer call. Gabe Davis or Mike Williams. Oh, Mike, Mike, this is a good matchup. Okay. Gabe Davis. Hmm. Gabe Davis or I'm going to give you one more here. Michael Pittman. Pittman. If and now either way, Minshew played well. Pittman. Okay. And either tight end for for the Bills, Knox, Kincaid. I I personally want to see it. Yeah, it's very, very one of them. Very one of them's got to get hurt for the other one to be a little interesting. Agreed. Are you dropping Kincaid anywhere? If I needed a spot, yeah. Okay. Uh, for Washington, Sam Howell. Tough matchup. I, yeah, I don't think I, I don't think this is the week for no. him. No, I don't think it is for 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 me either. Uh, Brian Robinson. He looks like the guy. He's the guy. You got to start him. Yep. Is Antonio Gibson droppable? Yeah. I think he is too. I think he's droppable. I think he is. Uh, the receivers. Terry McLaurin? Hmm, tough matchup, but yeah, he's, probably would start him. He yeah, scored he, last week versus Sertan. Yeah, he did. So I, I didn't I would think start that him. was coming. No, no. So I, I would start him. I would start him. It's, and you may not have many better options than that on your on your bench unless you have like a uh you know a Puka Nakua it means no worries for the rest of your days. Uh Jahan Dotson. Hmm. Close call for me this week. I, I if I had better options, I wouldn't. But uh if I had to, I, I guess I would. But I don't love him. How about our good buddy, Curtis Samuel? Never. <laughs> Never. Uh Logan Thomas out for Washington looks like. I mean Kareem Jackson, uh, two weeks in a row. Uh, when's the NFL going to suspend them? I don't know. Uh, but it's looking like John Bates will be the tight end for the Commanders. I'm all right. I'm 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 good. I'm good on that front as well. well that's going to be it for this edition of the Baseball Talk Podcast. Fans, shut. This has been the Week Three NFC Home Game Preview. Uh, join us on Thursday. We will have the AFC Home Games, and then on Saturday, Jake. I wanted to give you a little bit of a heads up about something that I uncovered. And that is that our good buddy King Charles is currently in Paris right now. So keep an eye out for King Charles, who is currently scouring the globe in Paris, France. That might be where where our good buddy is on, on the mailbag this week. Check out the mailbag. Check out the rest, rest of the programs. And we'll catch you on the AFC home game preview show. That will be on Thursday. We'll see you then. That'll be Adam and I, and then Jake and I, back on Saturday for the week three mailbag. We'll catch you then. Bye-bye.